0: 3, Coin Buying Checklist and ICO Review. Today we're going to be talking about how to evaluate any coin or tokenized project. With the explosion of ICOs, which stands for Initial Coin Offering, a sort of take on IPOs, which is a stock market term for when a company first offers stock to the public to buy, it's important to not get caught up in the euphoria of what could be. Admittedly, this is less of a problem now, since most social media sites are banning ICO advertising and crypto in general, and the amount of ICOs are tapering off a bit. But this advice will be evergreen for any new coin or even really investments in general. This advice is to cover both existing coins as well as ones that haven't been released yet. Some of the criteria will fit an ICO, but not an existing coin and vice versa. So apply it where appropriate, depending on your situation. I also need to preface this that the opinions you will read are just that. Opinions, and are not to be taken as an investment advice, or advice of any kind, this is for educational purposes only, buying and selling of cryptocurrencies are inherently volatile and should only be done with the understanding that only put in what you're willing to lose. Cannot reiterate that enough. Only put in what you're willing to lose. Now that we got that out of the way, we can continue. I would be bereft not to mention that you should be evaluating yourself before you even buy a coin. Are you looking to trade or invest? If you're investing, that roughly means you're going to buy some coins for the long term. You might sell them if you see it's gone up rapidly, you want to take some profit, or it's going to correct, or maybe an overall market correction is about to happen, and you want to get out and buy in lower to increase your positions. But mostly, you aren't poring over charts, and you're not trading based on hourly or daily trends. A trader is someone who's actively trading these coins, not based on what they have to offer per se, but to make money. So a lot of traders are going to consider what coins have to offer long-term for certain aspects of their trades, but they will also trade coins that they don't really necessarily believe in, but they know might actually make them some money in the short term. I would recommend that if you have no understanding of how to trade stocks, don't know how to read charts, or what a doji candle is, a 200-day moving average or RSI indicator, you shouldn't be a trader. This is the quickest way to lose money fast. If you want to get in, into crypto to trade, take six months minimum, learn from people who know what they're doing, even just free on YouTube or going to a partner site some friends of mine run at CryptoTradersPro.com. Take six months. Learn what you're doing. Make fake trades. Figure out the strategy that works for you and implement that in real time. By that, I mean going, okay, based on what I've learned so far, I'm thinking that'd be good to buy Ethereum right now and I'm probably going to sell off once it you know, makes 20 or 30% or whatever. I'm expecting it to go up to this. And you're going to continue to do that, buying and selling. You're going to figure out what works. Look over at the end of each month and go, if I'm not making money, if I've been losing money, I need to adjust my strategy. This is not working. You may feel like you'll be missing out by not buying now or tomorrow or next week, whatever the case may be. But it will be much, much better for you to miss out on a buy and buy and hire later and make money, than buy lower now and lose money. Please, please be patient. Now, whenever I evaluate a purchase of a coin, I look at basically six variables in those coins. Value, team, competition, community, and height. The very first thing you should do is read what is called the white paper. A white paper illustrates everything about the project, from what they're trying to do, why they are doing it, and how they're going to do it. Some white papers can be extremely dense, with a lot of technical jargon and concepts over your head, and oftentimes even mine. I get that. Power through it, understand what you can, and then start to look around the internet for people who do understand it better, and have easier to understand explanations of it. You need to read it, though. Read it. Next, we will talk about the value of the project. The very first thing you should be looking at is, what is the actual value of this project? What are they trying to accomplish? Are they trying to be a currency, a means of exchange? What are their features that they're going to be developing that will facilitate those payments? Whatever. Maybe they're trying to be a decentralized rideshare program or a decentralized exchange to trade other cryptocurrencies. Whatever it may be, figure it out in detail. This should be readily apparent in the white paper. The value of the project should fill a niche in society that is missing. Bitcoin, for example, was filling a niche for a way to exchange value without interference by central banks and their ability to steal value through inflation. It made everyone their own bank. That fills a need. If I wanted to release a token that would only unlock a program that would tell you the sky is blue, that's not filling a niche in society. No one is or ever really will ask for something like that. The value in the project needs to be real and needed. Next, we want to look at the team behind it, known as the development team or dev. You want to ask, who are they? What are their backgrounds? Do they have experience in blockchain or the crypto community? Have they been involved in other successful projects before? Do they have verifiable experience in their specific roles that they're filling on the team? Do the programmers have actual programming experience that's verifiable? Does the marketing team know how to properly market their product or really any product? Most promising products will have at least one advisor, usually. That's already known in the crypto community, so you may not know them, but they will be mentioned prominently within the white paper or on their website. They may have been instrumental in other successful projects in the past, and oftentimes they are used as sort of a stamp of approval that this team is legitimate and at least on the right track. I am not saying that having a big name equals that this project can't fail. I mean to say it doesn't hurt. Now, on the flip side, having a team of people that are on their first project in the space and are unknown isn't a deal breaker either. It is a cause for caution and concern in a way that you are investing your money and you may want to back that off a little bit if they don't have a proven track record yet. Next, we want to look at the timeline, often called the roadmap for the project Any reputable project, whether in the white paper or their website, should have a list of goals and when they want to accomplish them by. You will want to look at whether they're overly ambitious or overly cautious. That can affect prices, depending on what your goals are with this coin, whether it's not to hold it for a short term, sell it for a profit, hold it for the long term, whatever it may be. Once again, remember the disclaimer at the beginning and end of this podcast. This is educational purposes only whenever I mention anything about price. Let's just say they're trying to compete with Ethereum and build the world's largest supercomputer via a virtual machine, allowing for the creation of decentralized applications and the platform of future future cryptocurrencies. How realistic is it that they will be able to be live in three months after the launch, wanting to compete with Ethereum that took years to build? They're nominally raising money via an ICO because they don't have enough to hire who they need to accomplish this yet. And with a project of that magnitude to be on par with what took Ethereum those years to build, with a large dev team, by the way, how are they going to do this in three months? Maybe they have a great answer. Good projects and dev teams will be on social media like Reddit or Telegram and other platforms to answer questions. Ask them these questions or see if anybody else has asked them. They could also have an underwhelming roadmap. Their project may be good, but if they are saying that they're going to take 18 months to get their small project underway... How likely is it someone else doesn't come along and does it better faster? There's a balance that needs to be struck. I don't have this, this is the perfect amount of time answer. You need to figure this out for yourself. Look at the criticisms of the project as well and see if it's an unjustified critique or a valid concern. The next criteria is one we just touched on, competition. Are there any other coins or tokens in the space already doing the similar thing? For example, Neo, EOS, and Waves are all newer coins and tokens that are in direct competition with Ethereum as a platform. You'll also need to ask yourself what does this coin do better than the coin that already exists? You also need to evaluate that even if the new coin does do X better, how much better does it do? And is it something that is important enough that people will move to this new coin versus the other one that's already existing? For example, if I saw an issue. That Bitcoin was taking 30 minutes for confirmation times for a transaction, so I created a coin that can do it in 28 minutes. Is that really going to be enough for people to drop the existing coin that they already trust and has been relatively stable for this new unimproven one, one? Probably not. What if it took five seconds? Now this may be something that will draw users away from Bitcoin, and it has. You've seen it with Dash or Litecoin or Bitcoin Cash. Figure out who the competitors to the coin you want to invest in are, and see what they do better, and whether that's something people will even care about. Next, we will talk about something that has become ubiquitous in the crypto community, hype. Hype is something that has become less of an issue with most social media platforms lately since they've been basically dumping ICO and general crypto advertising. If you were around though in the fall of 2017 and liked or a part of anything to do with crypto, your Facebook feed was inevitably full of this will be the next Bitcoin advertisements or hype promises of 100x returns or whatever it may be. Now, there's still a lot of that in comment sections of poorly managed groups and forums, people hawking referral codes or this being the next Ethereum killer, the next Bitcoin, etc. I never cared about that, didn't bother me per se because I was not going to click on any of those, but it was a good indicator for me. If the dev team themselves, the project themselves are paying for ads making obvious, ridiculous claims about their project, that would give me incredible pause as an investor. If the project is already launched and is quote unquote live, or if it's an existing coin, you need to go and check and see if the coin is accomplishing the things in the roadmap, or is it mostly just hyping what could, might, or should happen? There's a few coins out there I'm not going to mention because I'm not looking to start any kind of feuds but they've been living off of hyped announcements for months and months and months without any real actual progress. That's a major red flag for an investor. Perhaps not a trader, but a long-term investor should give those folks a wide berth. Once again, not investment advice, educational purposes only. Now, the last thing to consider is community. This applies more to existing coins and ICOs. However, there are some ICOs that have developed communities in their short period of time since they've announced and been talking about doing these projects. Community is not the dev team. These are average people in the community or, you know, found out about the coin or whatever it may be from somewhere. People like you and me and are supporters of these projects because they believe in them or they're excited about them, and what they have to offer. Often they're also investors or occasional contributors to the project as well. Community members will take time to talk about the coins in other places and forums. They'll answer questions and buy t-shirts with the logos and share articles. They're, 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 they're fanboys. Some communities are great. They are open and very helpful with anyone who has questions, and they take time to debate people when they have unfounded or actual correct critiques of the shortcomings of the project. Some are terrible. Just terrible. They attack anyone who doesn't believe what they do. They block thought leaders who don't agree with them on social media, and it can really take on religious dogmatic connotations at times. I find the open and good communities are based around coins with good foundations, and those coins usually do well. Coins with toxic members as the norm, in my experience, do not do as well generally over the long haul. So, to recap this episode, to evaluate any coin, you need to consider the following: Does it bring value? Is the team experienced enough to make this happen? Are the project goals realistic? Can be accomplished? by the time that they say it will be? Is the project overhyped or underperforming, or both? Is the community around it toxic or beneficial? There's no perfect criteria that will predict success in this space. These are projects just like tech startups, but ones you can invest five or 5,000 in. It gives the average person the ability to invest in the next big thing or the next big flop sometimes. If you wanted to invest in Facebook, say before it was public, you couldn't have because you couldn't meet the ridiculous regulatory criteria to do so. This only allows the rich to get in early and you to get in late. That being said, the rich often lose money on a majority of their investments, and occasionally, a golden goose like Facebook, Google, or Twitter comes along. I think overall that the ICO is good. I think that there's a lot of scams out there right now, but overall it's good. It allows people to voluntarily invest their own funds as they see fit, bypassing Wall Street. As I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, nothing said in this podcast is to be taken as investment advice. I'm not a licensed or qualified investment advisor, and all information is to be taken as opinion and for educational purposes only. Cryptocurrencies and blockchain projects are inherently volatile. Only invest what you can afford to lose. So I hope that you learned a little bit and know a little bit better on how to evaluate what coins or ICOs to buy. I thank you for your time. I know it is valuable and I appreciate you spending it on me. If you have any questions, feel free to contact me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. You'll find all of my podcasts, articles, and social media links on diginocrypto.com. That's Diginocrypto.com. If you'd like to support us, go to didyouknowcrypto.com slash support.